As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to guide you on your journey to designing and living a life where you are winning at work and at home. I want to welcome you to today's show. So the topic that we're going to talk about today is a result of a client meeting that I had with one of my executive coaching clients. This was a few months ago. We were going through some issues that were going on with the organization. And I really think it's going to be valuable to our audience. And it's going to really help you accelerate your progress to getting the results that you want, you know, building a life of meaning and purpose, a life that's really going to compel you forward. But before we get into the meat of today's episode, I have a few just updates and shout outs to, to make. One, I want to give a shout out to both of my sons, Nathaniel Bryant and James J.T. Bryant. They both finished up, you know, school this year. So school is out. James is a rising 11th grader. I cannot believe it. He'll be 16 this summer. And, you know, time has gone by really, really quickly. And then Nathaniel Bryant, my youngest son, he just finished eighth grade. And so we had went to his eighth grade graduation, which was significant for us and him because he's of that generation where when he finished elementary school, that was during the pandemic. So he was really excited about being able to kind of walk on the stage. And so it was pretty cool to just be there to celebrate them. Guys, I I know that you're going to listen to this episode because I'm likely going to make you listen to the episode, at least to this part. But I want you to know that I am so proud of both of you and that daddy loves you. And I look forward to all of the fun things that we are going to do this summer. The next thing I want to talk about, I mentioned this last week, is that the Engineer Your Success podcast is going to be celebrating episode 100 on June 20th. And so I'm dedicating that episode in memory of my father. My father passed away in 1995. And though it's been over 28 years, he still has had a lasting impact and legacy on my life. So I'm going to tell a few stories about the impact that my father has had on my life, but I've also invited you, the listeners, to record a story about your father or father figure that I can share during that episode. I want to thank you so much for those of you that have already submitted. And if you don't make the cut in terms of the date to make that 100th episode, feel free to still click the link in the show notes to leave the story about your father or father figure. And we can incorporate that into future episodes as we continue to just celebrate our path towards engineering our success. And so in that, you're able to capture that story in your own words. There's a survey form that you go to when you click the link, you just click the microphone and you start recording and tell your story. The next thing I want to do is give you a 
personal invitation to the next engineer your success on ramp that's scheduled for june 27th from noon to 1 p.m this is going to be our first lunch and learn style on ramp session and the focus of the session is going to be how can you leverage ai artificial intelligence to get more things done so if you're interested in learning more about artificial intelligence specifically in ways that it can boost your personal productivity you absolutely want to be here we're going to focus a lot of our discussion on how can you leverage chat gpt to help you boost your pro personal productivity but we're also going to mention some other ai tools it's going to be a great discussion i'm going to give a 20 30 minute presentation just on how to leverage ways that you can leverage the ai tools to boost your personal productivity and then we're going to open it up to questions and answers and just have a great discussion as we continue to build the engineer your success community okay all right the wait is over for today's topic and is this generic vision leads to generic actions that will yield you generic results and so if you find yourself in a position where you're dissatisfied with where you are in life where you're dissatisfied with where your company is or where you are in your career it may be because you are living out a generic vision for your life and so i was having a conversation with one of my executive coaching clients and we were talking about the current state of that organization and how they weren't really getting the types of results that they wanted and so we talked about their strategic plan but when we got to the discussion about the company's vision, the client mentioned, he says, yeah, well, you know, the vision is really generic. And when he said that, I had one of those moments in the session is like, boom, generic vision will lead to generic actions that's going to lead to generic results. And he kind of stops and he looks and he writes that down and he's like, yeah, that's good. And I was thinking, yeah, that's good too. I'm going to have to make sure that you know, I talk about this on the podcast because when you think about, you know, the whole concept of this is if you're not happy with the results that you currently have in your organization or in life, it really could be the fact that you have a very generic vision. So if you want something to be different for your future, then you are going to have to do something different starting today, starting right now you're gonna to have to do something different. So let's think about the definition of a generic vision. So a generic vision is one that is very ambiguous, right? Very ambiguous. It lacks the type of specific details or any specificity. So it means that it's very vague. It's very generalized and can apply to just about anything or anyone. It lacks any unique personalization and is not going to be compelling. We're going to go through some examples of some generic vision a little bit later on in the episode. But when I think about a generic vision and I think about the inaction that it causes, you know, it really lacks the thing that is going to make you want to get out of bed when you don't feel like it. A generic vision lacks, you know, the extra motivation or umph that will cause you to go to the gym when you don't feel like it, that will cause you to run when you don't feel like it. It lacks the thing that 
causes you to continue to pursue a project even when you don't like it and when it gets hard. So when you have a generic vision, it's not providing you the fuel that you need to keep moving forward. So we talked about action in last week's episode, an acronym that we use for action is awareness, confidence, tenacity, intention, optimism, and never settling. If you want a little bit more about how action can lead you to success, I encourage you to check out episode 98. So when you have a generic vision, you're going to fail to take consistent action. And when you fail to take consistent action, you are not going to get the results that you want. You're going to get the results that the inconsistent action will give you, which I can guarantee that none of us want the results of inconsistent action. Even though that's what we're living out now, we're living out today the results of the, our past actions. But nobody wants the result of inconsistent action. So I think this question, you know, a lot. And that is, James, how do I know if I have a generic vision? I have a vision and I think that the vision is good and that it is helping me to move forward. But is there a way that I can tell if my vision is generic? And so we're going to talk about a series of questions at the end of the episode that you can ask yourself and rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, I mean, one to five, that will give an indication of whether your vision is generic or whether it is thriving and you're spot on. But before we get to that assessment, there are a few indicators that you can quickly see if your vision is too generic. One is generic results. So the outcomes that you're getting or, or producing are mediocre and you're not achieving the results that you want. So this can apply to your business. It can apply to your team. It can apply to you personally. You know, one of the things that we talk about is I'm here to help you win at work and at home. I want you to achieve success both in business and in life. And many of the concepts that we talk about can be applied in multiple areas. Another way that you can kind of give an indication that your vision may be too generic is it lacks a challenge. It does not challenge you. So the vision does not present a significant challenge and it doesn't push you to grow. And so if you have your vision, you're looking at it, maybe, you know, you created a vision board, maybe you've gone through and created some vision statements. When you read it, if it does not challenge you, then it may be too generic. And I think this gets to point three here is generic vision lacks an emotional connection. So a powerful and effective vision usually taps into the emotions of those who are meant to carry it out. And so I'm meant to carry it out. It's tapping into my emotions. If my team or company organization is meant to carry that out, then I'm tapping into their emotions with the vision. And so if your vision doesn't evoke passion, excitement, pride, or commitment, or even if it fails to align with deeper motivations or aspirations of you and your team, I can tell you right now, it's too generic. And here's why this point, the emotional connection is important, because we are not solely logical, rational beings. Our decisions and actions are significantly influenced by our emotions. So a vision that connects on an emotional level is likely to be more compelling and successful. Hey, this is James. 
and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. So what are some generic visions of a generic vision statement? A person has a generic vision. They're like, okay, I want to be successful. That's a great statement. But have you defined what success really means? Are you talking about financial success? Are you talking about success in relationships? Are you talking about success in a specific trade or skill? Are you defining success by passing the fundamentals of engineering exam or the professional engineering exam? It's too generic to really elicit any kind of emotional connection or to help drive you forward. Another generalized one is I want to be happy. Again, happiness is going to be subjective and it means different things to different people. So without defining what happiness means for you, then your actions toward achieving it are going to be very generic, very broad, and it's going to be difficult for you to measure. And I suspect in that instance that the goalpost will continue to move is that you'll never actually land on what it is that you actually want to do. So these two quick statements, they really lack any kind of specificity, which is going to make it difficult to identify some specific actions that are needed to take to achieve them. If you look at it from an organizational level, it could be that we aim to be the best industry or the best company in our industry. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? What does that really mean? The best company in the industry by doing what? Are you focusing on being innovative? Are you looking at being the best solution provider? What do you actually want to do? Another one could be that we want to make a difference. So without defining what the ways are that the organization wants to make a difference to whom or what, then that vision is really too broad and generic and is not going to elicit any kind of emotional connection and is not going to be powerful or dynamic. So when we talk about powerful and or dynamic vision, it's a forward-looking statement or ideal that presents a compelling picture. And I think this is important, a compelling picture of a desired future state. So who do you want to be? What do you want to be? What are the habits that you or your organization want to have? You have to be able to paint that picture of that future that you want in your vision. It's very clear and specific. It articulates exactly what you or your organization you know, wants to achieve in the future, providing a very clear sense of direction. It is inspiring and motivating. It resonates on an emotional level and inspires passion, excitement, commitment, all of those things that we said that a generic vision does not provide. A dynamic, powerful vision absolutely provides it because it will push you and or your team and or your organization beyond your comfort zone so that you will continue to give your absolute best effort. It will help you settle for nothing less than your best in terms of moving things forward. A dynamic vision is also challenging. So it's going to push individuals. It's going to push organizations to stretch their capabilities and actually strive for growth and development because it's going to cause call for innovative thinking. 
It's going to call for you to think and move beyond where you are right now. A dynamic vision is aligned with your values. So it aligns with your core values, who you are, what makes you who you are. And it has that long-term perspective. So it takes into account the future that you want as you paint that picture. And you're looking at, you're able to see yourself overcoming any obstacles, turning them into opportunities. And so it's really, what's the future that you want? And what types of habits are you going to have organizationally, individually? What kind of culture are you going to have within your company to help move forward? And having a dynamic vision helps with all of that because it's a powerful tool that really inspires action to foster innovation, drive growth, and it'll bring about significant change in individuals as well as in your teams and organizations. So when I think about the transformative potential of a compelling vision, it just has a really huge transformative impact on your life, whether it's professionally, personally, and on your company. On a personal level, it can inspire you to achieve and live your full life, your full potential and live a life that is deeply fulfilling. It can guide your personal development, your career choices, your lifestyle, your investment opportunities. It helps to kind of shape, it kind of shape where you want to go because you have that compelling vision. You're marking on the map where you want that future state to be. And now you're building the habits to actually get you there. And so your vision has the ability to really transform your life. So we, we mentioned earlier some generic examples. You know, I want to be successful. Too generic. A way that can be transformed, taking into account the five steps that we, talk, we just talked about, it could be that I want to be a renowned pharmacist providing the highest level of healthcare to underserved communities being a shining example of giving back to a community that has given so much to me. So here is very specific in terms of what that vision is. They want to give back. It links back to their why and continues to help give them that why to get up in the morning, that why to continue to move forward, that why to press forward when things get hard. Another one could be, I want to be happy, you know, so I want to live and, and for me, you know, that's very generic. But when I think about wanting to be happy, I think that I want to live a life where I'm winning at work and at home. I excel in my business endeavors, providing excellent service to my existing clients and people that are in the Engineer Your Success community. And I enjoy maximizing the quality time with my family. So that would be my version of a vision statement that, you know, I would personalize in terms of making me happy. If you look at it from a corporate level, you could say that we aim to be the best company in our industry. Again, very generic. If you want to make that a little bit more powerful and dynamic is we strive to be the leading innovator in renewable energy or in highway maintenance or whatever the particular field is. And if we're talking about, let's say, renewable energy, then it could be we strive to be the leading innovator in renewable energy, aiming to reduce our global carbon footprint by 10% over the next decade while maintaining the highest customer satisfaction rates in our industry. And so being a little bit more specific, it really makes a difference. So we're going to 
be talking about in the next few weeks a little bit more about building your vision. How do you transform a generic vision into a more dynamic vision? I knew we weren't going to be able to cover everything in this particular episode, and it's going to be broken up because next week we're going to do the 100th episode celebration that I'm dedicating to my father. But before we end this episode, I'm going to give you the questions to consider when you think about testing the strength of your vision. We have 10 questions and you'll rate these questions from one to five. Question number one, my vision is expressed in specific concrete terms. Question number two, my vision differentiates me and or my organization from others in the field. My vision inspires and motivates me and my team. That's question number three. Question number four is my vision challenges me and my team to grow, learn, and push our boundaries. And so you can, as, you, as I read through these questions, if you want to apply it to your organization, then it's my vision challenges my organization or my team to grow. If you want to challenge it to you personally, then it's going to be a challenges me. So number five, my vision provides clear direction towards what I am striving to achieve and why. Number six, my vision takes into account future trends and challenges and opportunities and paints a picture of the future, a clear picture of the future that I want. Number seven, my vision aligns with my core values and beliefs. Number eight, my vision resonates with me and or my team on an emotional level. Question number nine, my vision motivates me and my team to work diligently towards it. Question number 10, the results I am achieving are in line with what I expect by having a compelling, dynamic, and powerful vision. So for each one of those questions, you are rating from one to five and you add up your scores, you know, one being not compelling, five being very compelling just in terms of how that statement resonates with you. So if you add up your scores and you're below 10, you know, or 10 to 20, then that means that your vision is too generic. If you line up the scores and you are falling in the 21 to 30 range, then your vision is somewhat generic. If you are in the 31 to 40, then you're on the right track. You're going to, it has several strong aspects, but there's going to be room for improvement to really make it a little bit more compelling. And if you are at 41 to 50, uh, then your vision is spot on. It doesn't mean that it's perfect. You may have some other revisions or things that you can improve, but you know, the goal is to kind of gauge where you are. So if you, your vision has come up as generic or you really want to work on that vision, kind of the, those five things that we covered earlier about a dynamic vision, start thinking about your vision in that way. You want to start making it specific and clear. You want to use language that's going to be inspiring and motivating. You want to make sure that it's challenging you. You want to make sure it aligns with your core values and that it is really painting a clear picture of that future state that you're looking for. Again, we're not going to go into all of the detail to uh, help you transform your vision right now. We will be going over in the next few weeks, just different aspects of how you can better build your vision. If you need support on building your vision, then you use the link in the show notes, or you can reach out directly to me. You can find me on any of the 
social media platforms. I'm most active on LinkedIn, but you can also use the link in the show notes to schedule a discovery session with me where we can start going through and find ways in which we can tweak your vision or just discuss your vision to see how we can make it to be more compelling. So next week, we are celebrating the 100th episode. We're going to be talking about vision in later on in June and in July. And we're specifically one of the things we're going to cover because this came up in a different executive coaching with a different executive coaching client. And we were talking about creating vision. And so, you know, they asked the question, how do I create vision when I'm not a visionary? And I think that's good because a lot of people think that they can't create vision because they're, they're not innovative or they're not thinking create creatively enough. But, you know, we're going to go through some steps again, how you can build your vision when you don't view yourself as a visionary. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the next engineer, your success on ramp. Again, that's June 27th from noon Eastern time to one. And we're going to discuss leveraging AI to get more things done. And I'm going to end this podcast episode, like I end every podcast episode, and that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through and do it. And they're living a life of their dreams. I want you to be part of that select few. And as you continue to listen and apply to the things that we cover on the Engineer Your Success podcast, you will be well on your way to designing and living a life where you are winning at work and at home. I want you to be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks. Thanks.